you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jarrett, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kinney, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up, everybody? And this is episode number 49. Uh, We are recording on March 22nd for release on March 23rd. Uh, a little late there. Sorry about that. That's that's my fault. I'm a little sick. I'm actually still kind of sick. I don't know if you can even tell the difference right now. But um, yeah, we had to push it back a day because of that. I was no Iron Man this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got a couple things to talk about. Obviously, Arissa was released. That's the big news. Uh, some mixed reception about that. Um, we do have some additional patch notes to discuss as well as some additional PTR changes. That were a little surprising, weren't really expecting them. Uh, then, of course, we do our weekly, weekly updates and our community feedback. But before we get started, uh, I'd like to welcome anybody who was listening for the very first time. Thank you for taking the time to come and listen to our show. Uh, for you new guys, uh, we do talk about Overwatch news and some competitive aspects. But for the most part, the show focuses on you know, the Overwatch community, how it, you know, reacts to the news and things happening in the game and basically the state of the game. So that's what you're going to hear a lot of on this show. And before we get to the topics, Mikey, why don't you tell them how you've been doing? Been okay. Uh, been, um, been kind of quiet Overwatch. Uh, I, I actually got to play with a bunch of my friends and stuff and we did like some, uh, 5v5 customs and we put a bot robot we put a hard mode bot on each person's team and like it was it was fun it was a fun night i've ever watched that night uh between everyone drinking because of you know uh st patrick's Patrick's day Day. yeah and between the bots getting more points than you know some teams and but we we get it the bots getting cards where teammates weren't that was that was kind of funny and stuff like that uh, um. Yeah. No. I was just a just just a just a good weekend for Overwatch this weekend. And now that Arissa's out, um, I need to learn how to play her better on like actual teams now instead of like the PTR with five Arissas or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I played her on the PTR, I actually did go into quick play, so there was the hero limit. More so so I could figure out how to counter her. But I guess the, the problem is that I think everybody was doing that. So basically, whenever Arissa was spotted, it was like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> like, you know, everybody's gunning for her. I actually did not get a chance to play Overwatch this week. It, my week has been been so busy. I'm um, gearing up to take a, uh, a week off next week. So I've actually been, over the last week and some change, I've been... Uh, having to having to deal with a lot and making sure things are tied up before I take off. So the, yeah, this weekend I was very surprised that I actually didn't get a chance to do that. Now well that plus 
you know, Iron Fist came out, so I had to check that out, and really don't want to talk about it. I'm a little disappointed, but that's okay. Can't want them all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all the Marvel Netflix shows can't be super stellar all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, no, no Overwatch for Ja this week. Um, shout out to Crossover. He actually hit me up on Sunday to, to play, and I was, uh, you know, AFK outside in the real world all, all day, so I didn't have a chance to play. So sorry about that. Um, but yeah, since I really, I really don't have anything to add, let's just go ahead and get into our top story. Top story. Surprise, stop, sorry. Orissa is released. <gasps> what? Yeah. No. Nah, no way. Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, I think, what was it, last week we found out she's going to be released definitely on the 21st, so a lot of people have been really waiting for her. And this is, you know, I've actually been kind of waiting for her arrival on live as well, just so I can see, you know, exactly how the community is going to respond and, you know, what we were going to see from her. And a little bit of it is exactly what we expected, but then there's also some other, uh, I guess maybe some non-expected reactions. Early reception has definitely been mixed. I mean, I've seen stuff in the forums like, oh, Arissa is a great character. She's exactly what we needed. Blah, 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 blah. Then you have other people like, Arissa sucks. When she goes into competitive, you know, don't play her because she's broken, blah, blah, blah. Which actually brings me up. I do want to bring one thing up that I don't have on the show notes here, Mike. For this, so Blizzard made a smart move this time, and they are withholding Arissa from competitive for the first week. Yep. That they should do that for every new hero release. I every I don't disagree. I don't disagree. They should always like they do this in like I think League of Legends Championship series where like the hero the new hero isn't allowed to be played or whatever for like a couple weeks, I think. Right. It used to be a month a long time ago, but I don't know if that's changed or not. But yeah, I I agree that should be a thing like no no one should be allowed to use her in um uh competitive for at least a week. Now, League didn't ban people from using it in ranked for normal people, but like yeah. in the in the pro circuits and stuff like that, you couldn't use the new hero for like I don't know a couple weeks a month or something like that. If I remember correctly, I think they need to do this for every hero and map. Every hero map should be once it goes live, it should not be in competitive mode for at least a week. And then if they I find out something's broken. And then if they find out something's broken, go fucking fix it, and then it's another week old. Exactly, yeah. I actually think it should be longer, to be honest with you. I think it should be like two weeks. But that's why you, my, but that whole model of taking a two-week break between seasons would have been perfect. Drop a new character, drop a new map, you have two weeks to work it out, and then competitive starts. But, you know, this works too. And I say every, every new map and every new hero, I really do hope that they take this approach. Because competitive is at that that's not really the place to be trying out new stuff. And she came out Tuesday, I you know, people and you know people were just gonna be picking her, especially in the lower ranks. They were gonna pick her just to pick her, see how they can do. Competitive is not the place to see how you can do. <laughs> you know, so No, it's not. Yeah. So most of the gripes that I'm hearing about her are stuff like, oh, her health pool is too low. Oh, she can't do this like Diva. She can't do this like Winston. She can't do, you know, all these all these different things. Like, she's not a great uh, killer. 
you know, she can't run somebody down. She moves too slow when she fires. Yeah, I am going to kind of wrap that up into people not playing her the way she's supposed to be played. I think that's what that breaks down to. Um, There was actually a thread in the uh, Heroes of Overwatch group that I saw uh, where somebody said, you know, in a week, if they haven't buffed Orisa based off of one hero limit, quick play, don't shoot me. Please don't play her on competitive. I absolutely melted her with Soldier. I mean, that's probably true, especially if the person he was playing against was trying to go off solo. Orisa's not made to do that. That's just like Reinhardt. If you're a Reinhardt and you're by yourself, you're going to get destroyed. It's a know? reason why they're both anchor tanks. And exactly. There's a, yeah, there's a reason they're in the class they're in. And there's a reason they're treated the way they are. So yeah, if yeah. you're off on your own, you're not doing what your hero's supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. She's not a... She's not supposed to be out there, like, killing people, chasing people down, you know, moving people out of position. She's supposed to be anchor tank like Reinhardt, you know? You get, you're like, you know, you, especially in payload maps, you know, you, you're pushing the objective up, you know, Reinhardt helps with that. Orisa's going to help with that. Uh, she'll help people. She can move people away from a position that she gets close to. But I wouldn't expect her to be able to do something like Roadhog where... You know, she could, you know, where he could snatch somebody up and pull them out of position, or Diva who can run somebody down, even though technically speaking, she's not made for that. But, you know, <laughs> Mikey had words about that two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Arissa is not a, she is not a replacement or she's not competing for the roles that, you know, Diva, Roadhog, Winston, or Zarya do. She's not. She is actually supposed to be competing with Reinhardt. Yep. But like I said, actually, we've been saying for the past few weeks is that we think people are going to just use her in conjunction with Reinhardt and it's going to cause a problem, which that's also an issue right now. But we'll 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 actually you know get into that in a second. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the, that's the thing. Like, if you play her incorrectly, you're going to get smoked. She really shouldn't be out there looking for kills. Well, I mean, most heroes. That, to be fair, you play most heroes incorrectly, you're going to get smoked. If you're not playing them to their strengths and you're handicapping yourself, then, I mean, that's on... I mean, that's you. That's you that's not true, yeah. doing... That's, that, I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, you have to play her to her strengths. You have to play her to what she's supposed to do. She, and she is made to be surrounded by teammates, you know, to mitigate damage with her shield, mitigate damage with her fortify. You know, because she's, she's pretty big. You know, she's a pretty big character model. So even her fortify moving in front of a payload is actually, uh, you know, she, you can, she can have one or two people behind her doing that. That's actually pretty, you know, pretty viable. And, then, and her cooldowns on those things are so fast. If you play her in that way, like, I think you'll be fine. But don't, you definitely, like, you know, if you're looking for her to swap with Zarya, no, definitely not. That's not happening. She is built to be an alternative to Reinhardt. But like we've been saying, you know, one of the problems that I think we're going to run into is that uh, is barrier buildup. Uh, or as somebody in the forums put, barrier watch. He says, welcome to barrier watch. And this is what he experienced. He says um, that the enemy team had a bastion sitting behind a Winston bubble 
an Arissa shield, a Reinhardt shield, and Symmetra shooting shields out. I mean, that was... That's not going to be every game, but you got to see that coming. It's like, how do you deal with that? And of course, he's getting a bunch of replies like, oh, well, just use Sombra or use Bastion. Use a Counter Bastion. Like, you'd have to use a Counter Bastion with four shields yourself so that your Bastion can survive long enough to to, to eat down the other shields. Like, it's not going to be, you know... It's it's not just something you could do. And somebody was like, well, we'll just use Sombra. Why? So she can hack one person? You know? Maybe hack the Bastion? The shield is still up. The Bastion is just going to go back to, you know, uh, going back to turret mode, what, five seconds later? And uh, then the Sombra's found out. So, yeah. Like, that's the, that's the thing about it. Like, you know, obviously everything's not going to be that bad. You, there are counters to Reinhardt, Symmetra, Winston, Orissa right? But if you have somebody, if you have just a Reinhardt and an Orissa in front of a Bastion, that's a huge problem. And then on top of that, if the other team, the, te- well, the team that's actually doing that picks some other DPS, like Soldier, or something like that, even if the Bastion gets hacked, they still have de- a, a good amount of DPS behind those two shields that can pump out damage and keep you from moving forward. I mean, we've been. I mean, we've been prepping for this for. I the mean, last few weeks, I don't know. I don't know anything you that you're not bringing up that's been brought up before. Like we knew, like shields are a problem. What yeah. What do you do? Flank them. That's about the best you can do. But uh, the thing I was about to bring up is not just about the technical aspect. Because if we sat here and put our heads together, we could probably come up with a plan that can work and deal with these barriers, right? Yeah. But it comes down to it being not fun. Like, it's not fun to play against. It's not fun when you are forced to play a character in a certain situation or forced to play a character a lot because of how the meta is. Like, you know, I don't like playing Bastion. But if I needed to win in competitive, I would have to go, I would go Bastion to, to you know, burn these shields down. Right, that's it's competitive. Possible. That's competitive. But still, like, you don't want to have to do that all the time. Yeah, but... And he, but then, uh, then you run into the question of: Do you balance for competitive, or do you balance for general gameplay? Well, the thing is, like, you don't. I think you have to balance. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you, it's a good question, but you kind of have to balance for competitive. There has to be a, a balance between competitive and fun itself, because not only is you know shooting down barriers not fun, it's also not fun to watch. You know, so that's no, you know, not. like it's boring as fuck to watch people just shoot at giant squares all fucking day. Like if you yeah. wanted that, you just go fucking into training mode and just shoot at fucking robots. But no one fucking does that. There's a reason. Exactly. So I'm curious to see how they're going to address that, because as you know, uh, if the community or if the competitive scene really can't come up with a great way to deal with all you know the barriers like that. Blizzard has to do something at that point. You know, if we can't have, you know, if if we have to switch, if we have to see the same characters over and over and over again, uh, like Bastion, just to get past some barriers to get to an objective, that's that that that's an issue. I know yeah. somebody right now saying, "Well, we already see the same characters over and over and over again." That's true. I, I'll give you that. But certain characters you don't want to see over and over and over again, like Bastion. 
Yeah, I'm a Bastion hater. There's nothing. I am not ashamed of that at all. Bastion no, hater you're all not. Way. You're not. No shame at all whatsoever. Yeah, he's, he's not fun. He's not fun. So, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I will say this. I'm hearing more people upset about them thinking Arissa is not a good tank in terms of her health pool or her abilities. I'm hearing that more so than the barrier issue. So that might be a good sign. It might be a good sign that not, that not a lot of people are actually doing that. You know? Yeah. We might, we might not see that cheese that much. Maybe. We'll see. It's only been two days. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, it's only been out for, like, this little bit. Yeah. You're right. But you know how the farms get. As soon as they get, I mean, I, I mean, as soon as the servers went live with the rest, I think I checked like an hour later and boom, all over the place, people. So you take that stuff with a grain of salt, but later that night or later last night when I was looking, it was a lot easier to see, you know, what people were complaining about. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, Riss is here, a uh, new hero. Hopefully we get a, the next thing we get is like a new map or something like that. So we'll see. But let's move on to patch notes. Patch notes. All right, so along with Arissa, there came some patch notes, uh, well, some additional uh, changes, and we're just going to go through those now. I mean, obviously, the biggest thing in the patch notes is the new hero, that's a tank, but also uh, Route 66, the attacking team. This is in competitive play only, it looks like. But the attacking team is now given 60 additional seconds after pushing the payload to the first checkpoint. I was like, really? Like, was it going that poorly for everybody else? And then in the <laughs> uh, developer comments, it says, this change will bring Route 66 in line with other escort maps. So I guess, I mean, it, it, it was shorter than other escort maps. I never really noticed the difference, to be honest with you. It's very rare that I would get stopped in that middle area. You know, in that in that area uh, between the first checkpoint and the second, you know, you'd have some battles in that area, but usually you at least be able to push through. Most of the time, uh, we would if I got stopped, it was toward the end. It was either in the very beginning, the first checkpoint, or the very end. That's that's where I noticed most of the problems. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Like the middle part of Route sixty six isn't really that big of a thing. Yeah, so I, I I didn't I didn't even think about that, but you know if it was a problem, it was a problem. Uh, additionally, what else can you do? Oh, you can now disable or modify abilities associated with the secondary fire button. So no shield, Reinhardt's got it. Yeah, no shield. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, because everybody wants that. So yeah, that that's um that's happening. Uh, some character balance changes came down. The officially the Anna nerf, the Anna nerf now. All it is is that her biotic rifle damage is reduced to sixty from eighty. Not helping with with the problem with Anna uh, Bastion. And I didn't notice. I didn't know this, but apparently PS4 and Xbox One did not get the nerf to Ironclad until yesterday. Holy shit! I am so sorry. <laughs> I did not realize that. That means You're they've been so playing sorry. against the, a, a 35% ironclad bastion yeah. for, what, two weeks? Yeah. Holy Because they can't put, they have to go through certification for those patches. They do, but Jesus, I they, they made me a lot of eagle eyes. I told her, I was like, oh no, they already nerfed it down to 20%. Not well, on you Xbox. Lied. 
You lied. I lied. I'm sorry, Eagle. I am so sorry. But yeah, I lied. Now, now it's reduced from twenty uh, from thirty five percent down to twenty percent. So wow, uh, Junk Rat, his explosions no longer hurt himself. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen somebody kill themselves with Junk Rat grenades before. I it, I've seen it, but it's like they're being really dumb. Yeah, I don't think this was necessary, but they were probably just trying to make an easy hero easier to play. Mm-hmm. You know, so I okay, that's fine. Mercy, her boosted damage now uh, is tracked under match stats, so you can see how much damage you're helped with the boost. Sombra, some changes for her that should I think help her quite a bit, uh, especially this first one. Hacked health packs can now be seen by teammates through walls. So that's nice. Uh, her, the sound effect and voiceover distance for stealth has been reduced to 15 meters, and her translocator cooldown is now four seconds instead of six. So she is actually going to be pretty nimble, I think. Now, so I mean, I, I, the the changes they've made the somber, I don't think I've had a single problem with any of them, but people won't be happy until either she does more damage, or they reduce the spread, or both. Because people I just want to kill her. Hasn't I, her kit's not the problem? <laughs> yeah, it's the gun. <laughs> Fix the gun. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think they should do with the gun? Like, what's her problem? I've I, I've told you. Like, it, I we've been through this, haven't we? Like, I'm like just reduce the spread. Oh yeah, we did so reduce the spread. The, but all you, the targets that she's meant to kill are too fucking skinny. That is true. Oh, yeah, that is right. You did. Break, you said reduce the spread, but also reduce her clip size. Yeah. Like, you give a give and take. You can't leave the gun exactly, like, away. You can't just buff the gun and then do nothing else. Like, yeah, well, you know what? When I think after we talked about it, I played, I played Sombra more, and I had to stop myself from shooting for headshots. Yeah, you have to aim, like, all target. the way down, and then it just goes up. You have to aim into their body, into their torso. So, because like, I was having trouble killing a Zenyatta, and it was really making me fucking mad. So, like, I would, uh... I started hacking him and then shooting into his body, and that kind of resolved that issue for me. So I mean, I I am stomach, and it just goes up, and it works for me. But like sometimes on like skitty targets, like Symmetra, Mercy, etc., like it's not so easy. I'll give you that. So uh, let's see if that helps her out. Any Winston, his barrier cooldown starts when the barrier is placed. That should Good have been change. done a long time ago. Good change. Yeah, Zarya, her barrier no longer protects from knockbacks. I understand why they did it, but I think it's kind of stupid. Like, her barrier should totally protect against knockbacks. I think. So, well, but, you know, now it doesn't. Zenyatta, his alt-fire cooldown was reduced to 0.6 seconds from one second. And his weapon spread removed. I didn't even know he had weapon spread. There was weapon spread? Yeah, exactly. Like, what? He, that, it, that just must have been a mistake. Like a flat out mistake so that was even minute. there. Yeah. I really wish they would have kept the the uh orb of discord through shields. That would that would have made him extremely useful. You know, but they don't want us to have fun, Mike. I mean obviously not. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but he, he, that, that, those are the balance changes that are in play now. But we got some new balance changes coming up. Uh, let's hop into the PTR report. PTR report. 
All right, so the most important change from the PTR, the most important change that anybody's ever going to care about in the history of Overwatch <laughs> is that you can now save game settings and custom <gasps> games. That's, that's on I the PTR. I think it should have been there at launch. Yeah, I think it should have been there at launch. The PC Master Race has it now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, I actually hit the button by accident because it's it was in a place where I thought I just needed to hit OK to continue. I was like, "Do you want to save?" I'm like, "No, it's a PTR, goddammit. Yeah, so um, yeah, that that is uh one change that's coming down. Um, funny enough, every time I see somebody asking about that in the forums, they're console users, they're not PC users. So. That's, I thought that was funny, but yeah. So the custom uh, game browser can you can now when you leave you can come back and set up whatever you know stupid little matchmaking thing you had. So congratulations. Almost missed this one, but and we talked about it. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago that they were looking at making an additional path in Iconwald. Well, yeah. on the PTR, it's there. There is now an additional path uh, in Iconwald to get to the first control point. Uh, it is it's still by the original choke so it's by the original choke point but that store that's to the right of the choke point mm-hmm. instead of it just being some place for you to hide from bashing when he's shooting the shit out of you through the choke point you there it is now you can there's now a path there's another opening that will take you uh into that their area so I don't know if it's going to be a great way to get into the point. I mean, there's from a, from, I think from a defender perspective, because there's still only one. I'm trying to think how I can describe this. You know how an icon wall, when you go under the bridge, there's that door to the right. Yes. Yeah. Underneath the bridge. That's where that other path leads you. So from a defending point of view, you understand what I'm saying? From, from a, from yeah, a, that doesn't really help. From a defender perspective, you can easily look at both of those places at the same time. You can defend both of yeah. those spots. What it will do, I think, is help with escaping, getting trapped in. You know, yeah, getting walled to, off by yeah. me constantly because like people will walk by and then you just wall them off and then it's like, well, they crap, now I'm back. stuck and dead. Exactly. <laughs> they need to do that for Hanamura, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, actually, I don't know. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I kind of mentioned it to Mike before we started the show, but I think that's going to be more helpful for defenders than it is going to be for attackers. Because as, an, as a defender, you know, you get a bash and it just makes his way over there. And then, you know, he goes to the turret form. He can see, like, pretty much down that hill. You know, anybody comes up that initial hill, he's he's going to be able to see it and he's going to be able to shoot at him. So I understand what they're trying to do. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, the motto here now is that you got to see it on live. But I, I am curious to see how it's going to go. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'll take that. I will accept optimistic. I wish I could take a picture of his face right now. He has a very optimistic face on as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God help me if we ever live stream. Yeah, oh, that's next week. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, he must have forgot. Uh. <laughs> it's the whole reason you got a camera, remember? <laughs> yeah. You don't remind me of the things I try to forget. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, 
another big surprising change. Well, I shouldn't say surprising because they said they were looking at Lucio. I just didn't expect them to do this. But Lucio changes are live on the PTR now. Mm. And uh, well, here we go. So the Sonic Amplifier, that's his gun, by the way. In case you didn't know the name of his gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that gun, it, it, he, they increased the projectile speed from 40 to 50. Okay. So he shoots faster now. Or I shouldn't should say he shoots faster, but his, uh, you know, his shots move, move faster. faster, which is fine because they used to move dirt pretty slow. But okay. Yeah, and that was a nerf. That was, I don't know if you remember that, but that was a nerf because they were moving too fast. Yeah. So, because Lucio in beta, guys, Lucio was a monster. <laughs> if you think Lucio is a must pick now, dude, you should have seen him in beta. I used to main Lucio in beta. That's how crazy it was. Right, so, um, well, that's before they nerfed the shit out of them. But yeah, so the projectile speed is is increased from forty to fifty, and alt fire now considers ver- uh, vertical orientation on targets. I'm not sure if that means that you need to like if you really want to like push somebody far, you have to get an arc on them. Like maybe if you like boop a Reinhardt since he's taller than you, uh, you know, you, you'll get more of an arc. Because I'm trying to think, uh, the only game I can really think about doing that is like, um, it's not a shooter at all. It was Warhammer Online, was it? It was the MMO, it was the MMO Warhammer. Was it called Warhammer Online, Mike? Do you remember? Uh, Warhammer Online, I thought? It was, yeah, it was like Warhammer something. Was it, it Warhammer 20? No, no, it was like it was a it was an MMO. It wasn't like the the normal RTS one they do. Oh, there was only one Warhammer MMO, wasn't there? Yeah, it was like Warhammer Online or something like that. Something like I don't remember. I didn't play it. Yeah, so Warhammer Online, we're just gonna call it, had a had a class called the Ironbreaker. There were dwarves, and they had a knockback. But because they were so short, when they would get, knock people back, it would just arc them and shoot them really far. Because of how the arc went. Mm-hmm. And I haven't booped anybody yet with the new Lucio, so I don't know how it's going to go. But if that's the case, I can see a lot of crouching action going on so people get those arc boops. And, I mean, does that also mean now that you get pushed back less if you're just, like, straight up, like, face-to-face with them? You know? I, I'd, have to, I'd have to see how it feels. I don't know. I haven't... That's a... Was that, I, I, was that on the PTR before they pushed that over? That it, it went on the PTR Friday. Okay. Okay, okay, that's not live yet. Okay, this is literally just PTR. Ooh, okay, yeah, this is I got PTR. confused. That's why it's called um, the just PTR, PTR report. I know, that's why it's called the PTR report. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm really bad at this, okay, sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, I don't know. Anyways, I have to try that. That's going to be weird. Like, it, I don't know if it's going to be better or worse. Yeah, well, I, I got to be honest with you. I sometimes do think that Lucio's uh, pushback or knockback is too far. Like, sometimes it's ridiculous, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for how easy it is. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I kind of understand if you're in somebody's chest and you do it, but I've been, like, you know, a good three, four meters away from a Lucio, and he does it, and I just get blown the fuck back. You know. Well, yeah, but that's this isn't reducing the distance of uh, how far he is to push you back, though. This is just changing, like, based off his orientation and whatnot, it's going to push you. 
Right, that's you what know? I'm saying. Like, I I wonder if that's going to affect the distance. I mean, maybe, but I don't know why it would. I'm I'm just not sure. This is a weird change. This is the change I definitely am going to have to, like, go and actually do and put, like, a bot, like, in place and just keep pushing it over in different ways to right. figure out what the hell is actually happening. Yeah, I, I don't know what drove them to do this, but I, I am curious about it. Yeah, so. I, I want to know what they saw and thought this change was needed, mostly. Right. I'm thinking, like, why right. is this Why is this here? Yeah. So, uh, additionally, his song, uh, you know, when, when using Crossfade, the song's uh, area of effect has been reduced to 10 meters from 30. So, before, I mean, even Jeff Kaplan said this before, he never used to say that, his, that the area of effect was 30 meters. He used to say it was line of sight. Because that's how far it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 30 meters is almost basically line of sight at that point. Yeah, like, you know, so you said it was line of sight. But now it's been reduced to 10 meters. It was actually still pretty big. That's the, that's the radius of May's ultimate, if you want to yeah. measure it. But, yeah, now you have to be within a 10-meter radius of Lucio to uh, get healed. Right now, they, they say that there's a, well, there is a visual, like, circle that you can see around you as Lucio. Mm-hmm. And it's temporarily available. For Lucio, it's permanent, I thought, though. Lucio, I think it's permanent. Uh, like you could, because I, I haven't. I've. I always see it unless I haven't noticed it going away. To be honest with you, I know. I think it should be like a like. I think there was a post. There was a blue post talking about if people like it, they might use it as like an on-off feature. Like they they might uh, make it like always on or always off or et cetera, et cetera, or something like that as like one of those like specific character. Uh, things to pick options i don't know why you wouldn't want it on all the time i i don't either unless enemies can see it exactly like i don't see why why you wouldn't want it on but yeah there is a little circle that you see around you uh to to kind of you know not make that a bad thing though the 10 meter radius his healing has been increased by 50 percent. so if you were within 10 meters of lucio you will get healed by 50 percent that is a lot. Uh, that is a lot, a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. And welcome back, Triple Tank Meta. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> fix. They try to fix one problem, then just create another one. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how teams won't be running Ana Lucio with this. I... That's massive healing. You can fit three tanks in a 10-meter radius. You can fit your entire team within a 10 meter radius, just to be yeah, clear. They, yeah, I think they're banging on people running away, but I, I think Lucio's going to make them like, come back. Like, yeah. With all I, the, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't, I don't see Lucio. how... Yeah, I really don't see it. They, they made these changes, by the way. I didn't mention it, but they made these changes with... They wanted the effect to be that Lucio was no longer a must-pick. I don't see how that's going to happen here. I, I don't either. And we're not even done I, with the changes I really yet, don't. By the way, we're not done with the changes. There's still oh, no, additional changes just, to talk this, about. This, no, this is still going. But this is just what, what we mentioned. Like, how, how do they expect the Lucio not to be a must-pick? Anna Lucio is extremely attractive right now on offense, right? On yeah. defense, I would take uh, 
you know, a Lucio and a Mercy. I like Mercy on defense because she can res. Why? You, you, Mike is no, me I mean, things. it's fine. I'm just kind of like, yeah, but I mean, if you don't die, you don't need a res. Best way not to die is to have a Lucio and an Anna. So, <laughs> That's I don't true. know. That's true. Anna Lucio on defense still would work. I didn't say it wouldn't work. I okay. don't know. I'm just, and Mercy is my safety blanket on defense. That's all. Oh, well, if your team's dumb, sure, yeah. <laughs> like mercy is the thing you pick when it's like man i can't save y'all no matter what i do so i'm just gonna bring you back from the dead necromancer style all right here we go there you go yeah so um yeah this is gonna make lucio very attractive but like i said we're not done yet there was a nerf to sound barrier its radius has been decreased from 20 to 30 also from 30 to 20 so you know you do need to be a little bit closer it's double the size of his healing aura and wall ride. Movement speed is increased by 30% when wall riding, and you get a burst of speed from leaping off a wall. So they want people wall riding all over the place. I think it's going to be kind of annoying now, those people who that, wall ride yeah. like statues or on top of a point and stuff or, like that. And they're just going around in circles, and they're fucking hard to hit. And it's yeah. just like, great, now we're going to have more of a, of a clock killer here with Lucia running around. Yeah, May is a fu- great counter to that, by the way. Oh, yeah, because she slows him the fuck down. Exactly. But. So, yeah, like, that that's... Lucio is definitely in the meta, I'm gonna say. I can't imagine Lucio not being in the meta. I've never imagined Lucio not being in the meta. Right. Well, the, you, <laughs> There's you, never you, been a time where I've, like, huh, is Lucio not in the meta today? No. <laughs> well, that's because, you know, you bring it up pretty, pretty frequently. It's the kit that's the problem, not the... Not how well it is, but it's the kit in general. And AOE healer, man, like, I mean, like, that's, that's a great thing to have in a shooter. It just is. Go figure. Especially when <laughs> it doesn't have to do anything. They'd have to change his kit to do, to do, uh, to, so that his, to apply his healing, he'd need to do something. You know? Like, they would need to make it so that it's, maybe instead of doing damage, his gun actually healed people. You know when they hit them, when the sound wave hit them, when they hit, when they yeah, when but they then that's the Anna. Beat. That's Anna's thing. That is Anna's thing, but Anna will be way more. Long, she'd be much longer distance. It'll be instant for Anna. Lucio is always projectile. Well, yeah, but I mean, the projectiles go as far as they fucking want to. It just takes a while to get there. Yeah, but you know how much skill it will take to, to shoot or that dumb shit? luck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we're talking like even at even shooting somebody at you know. I what I'm saying is I could stand outside the payload and ju- or I could stand outside the point and just fire randomly and just everyone's getting random heals from random projectiles being thrown around. Yeah, right now you just stand there and be alive and you're getting healed. Like I mean, that's. <laughs> that's I mean, thing. yeah. I mean, either way, it just seems I don't know. You think it's Anna's thing and he should. Be yeah, dying. it's just kind of like. Pfft. Well, that's fine. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't have a problem with AOE healer. I don't. I don't either. I'm just but saying. like, the, there's a. I, it's just two. But the problem is, he's the only one. So that's why. That's why he's always picked. If you give us a secondary AOE healer, like now we have a second an- anchor tank. Well, then Matt, neither might be a decision to be made, or we might end up in the problem of having two AOE healers. Hmm. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, it's just uh, you said it's his kit. And that's why they really can't fix them. Same thing with Anna. Actually, that's a lie. They can fix Anna. They can fix Anna. They fixed Anna and, and rolled it back. 
<laughs> and then they nerfed her damage because that's that's what was needed. Yes, nerf the damage on the shot. Yep, totally fixed her. Fuck off. Nah, they could have left that alone. If if they were gonna nerf the damage on anything, it should have been that fucking grenade. Grenade. It should have been the grenade, but you know it's whatever. And a lot of you know what a lot of people are saying. There are some people who don't like this Lucio nerf. Like they're very upset by it. I'm just kind of like, what? Like I don't. It's gonna make for me. I'm kind of excited because it's gonna make Lucio more engaging to play for sure. Yeah, like this is. I, 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 I kind of like the changes, but they're like, oh, keep complaining, keep complaining. Look what happened with Anna. You you know we complained with Anna, and they they brought her back. Like no. It must have. What Anna must have not just play tested that. It, it must have. The play test may have been not that great, and they rolled it back. But it was the wrong decision because her the nerfs she had were a little bit too strong. They could have rolled. They could have tweaked it back a little bit, but they completely rolled it back, and that wasn't the way to go. So. And then you took her damage away because that was the problem. Yeah, the her damage definitely not the problem, but. Uh, finally, another change that came to the PTR over uh, the weekend was a tie-breaking system for assault maps. So that's like two CP. This the 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 uh, game mode that apparently a lot of people hate. A lot of people hate two CP, and Blizzard's trying to fix that because there's a lot of draws on those maps for obvious reasons. So now, basically, the 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 short version of what's going to happen on assault maps now is that not only are objectives counted, but the percentage of the objective. So let's say you are playing on Anubis. You get, your team gets objective A, and on objective B, they never quite, they don't get objective B. At max, they captured 73% of objective B, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The next team, or now the team that's attacking next, what they have to do is not only do they have to get objective A, but they also now they have to get 74% of objective B. They don't have to completely capture objective B. As long as they get 74%, they win. So that right there is going to cut down on a lot of draws. That's uh, cut down, that draws. They might actually have to revoke that and change it a little bit, because I think it's going to... I think they're going to have to make it based off checkpoint. At some point, instead, I would accept it, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem. We'll see. Because the thing about the checkpoint thing, like you still, I think you'll, I think you'll still run into more draws. They're trying to, I think they're trying to eliminate draws as much as possible. And with the right. checkpoint thing, you'll still run into draws. But go ahead. I, you'll you'll still run into draws when you're on the checkpoint system, but like. This is going to keep it from being like, tap your foot on the point and win. Well, we're, we're going to get into that. So what he's talking about is a tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Let's say round one, your team gets objective A and B. Round two, the enemy team gets objective A and B. Now, if you both get objective A and B with zero time left, that's going to be a draw, I believe. But let's say... Uh, your team gets objective A and B, you have two minutes left. But the opposing team gets objective A and B and they get it in overtime. They have no time left. There's going to be a tiebreaker round where your team is going to have two minutes to get 1% of objective A. That means you literally have to stand, you have to touch the point with nobody contesting it. That's what Mike is talking about here. 
I actually yeah. don't have a problem with that. And the reason I don't have a problem with that is you you just went two rounds with another team, right? The other team uh, that you know your team was able to get objective B without going to overtime. The other team had to go into overtime to get objective B. They should have played harder and left more time on the actual, uh, you know, on, on on the scoreboard. Pretty much is what they should have done. I think other than that, if both teams have time, because it's not explained here in this post, I think if both teams have time, you get to play until time is out. And how however far you get, that's how far you get, right? So, um, yeah, I don't mind that. But, Mike, you don't like the fact that you can just tap the point for the tiebreaker round. That's. I feel like you should at least get a checkpoint. I I don't think so. I think the other team should have played better. That's what I think. I am. Mm. I think you. I think the team who played better is being rewarded, and that's the way it should be. Because like they're trying to get rid of these draws. Period. You know. So that's that. That's how I feel. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it actually goes. Why don't you guys let us know what you think about that? I think it's fine. Mike, not so much. But I don't know if he's really dedicated dedicated to that cause because he's not yelling about it. I can't tell what's going well, on here. Oh, it's competitive. You know where I play. <laughs> in quick play, it'll make a difference for Mike. <laughs> not in competitive. You know where I play. You yeah. know where I care about no, the general no. game. I, I got you. I got you. That that um. That's what I fight for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's um. Let's move into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. All right. So, you know, a lot. Of, uh, I think we talked about it last week where, you know, we said that Arissa was really born from the fact that the perception is that Reinhardt is the only true tank in the game. And because of that, Reinhardt gets picked, you know, every, every you know, almost every map. Or you see Reinhardt picked almost every game, except in quick play. You see more variety there. But in competitive, you definitely see Reinhardt almost picked every game. And I think it's because, you know, everybody thinks Reinhardt's a must pick. Got to have a Reinhardt. We don't really see any way around it. Well, somebody, uh, this this data isn't too in-depth, but I'll have it in the show notes. But some data was pulled on maps that Reinhardt is more likely to lose on than win. And it pretty much proves that Reinhardt is not a must-pick for every map. So, um, let's see. You have, what was it, six maps, which are Anubis, Oasis, Numbani, Gibraltar, Hollywood, and Hanamura. Reinhardt was more likely to, if, if a team picked Reinhardt, they were more likely to lose on those maps. And this is for competitive Overwatch, by the way. It's like esports Overwatch. So like, it was like Anubis, if Reinhardt was picked uh, by that team, they were less likely to win by 13% on Anubis, uh, by 3.7% on Oasis, 3.6% on uh, Numbani, 2.9% on Gibraltar, 2.1% uh, on Hollywood, and negative 0.3% on Hanamura, so that, you could take that one with a grain of salt, I guess. Maybe let's say there's really only five maps. Even though 2.1% and 2.9%, even 3.6%, not that big of a deal. Anubis, I could totally see why Reinhardt isn't... Um, it may not be the best pick for that map, especially on offense, 
because I think there's a lot of ways for you, especially on that first point. Even a second point, there's a lot of ways for people to flank around, and you don't necessarily need a Reinhardt absorbing damage for your team on that map. When you say, mm-hmm. Mike, yeah, yeah, and same thing with the Oasis. Like you wouldn't necessarily need uh, Reinhardt constantly absorbing damage for your team. Uh, Numbani, I think part of the problem, oh, part of the reason we're seeing that Numbani is because while there are some parts of Numbani where having Reinhardt is great because you're moving forward and they're trying to push you back, those streets are wide. There's ways to get around the cart or uh, around the objective easily to kind of negate Reinhardt absorbing damage. Yeah, but I mean, some people get frustrated on Nubani and they just pick Reinhardt because they're like, well, maybe if I can just get to the fucking checkpoint, the, the, the point, right. Then they can, but then that's just not how it works out. You just, right. you get flanked too hard, too many flanking spots for Reinhardt. Yeah. Now Gibraltar, I was actually a little, uh, surprised by. That's a little surprising. I, I thought also, he'd be great on Gibraltar. I think he's great on Gibraltar. I feel so warm and safe when there's a Reinhardt <laughs> on the team on Gibraltar. I'm right behind you, buddy. <laughs> like, you know, I, I honestly thought that he would do better. But I guess when it comes to that second point and having those high rises, and maybe that's the, that's the problem with Gibraltar in general, is like those high points where you can just kind of look down and get them. Um, Hollywood is another one that is kind of like that. Like a, I've seen Widowmakers and Hanzos just make light work of Reinhardt's on the, on those uh, maps. So, yeah, that I was, I was like saying, yeah, it's um, those pretty good graphic. Like I mean, I've always said that Reinhardt isn't a must pick on every single map, but I think you're right that a lot of people like Reinhardt is a security blanket for a lot of people. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I just think Reinhardt's like it's like I said like Reinhardt's a security blanket. It's you're like man I just can't get there. Maybe if I can just get there I can do something. And then you get fucked. <laughs> yeah, because you know a lot of people pick Reinhardt, and then they play him incorrectly. Like we were talking about earlier, like they just start swinging the hammer around. They go up there by themselves. They're charged in when they're not supposed to. I knew I played competitive with a guy. Where his team, because he played with his, these guys a lot, and I really didn't play with them all that much, but his friends got so mad at him because whenever his shield went down, it was like he just automatically charged. Whenever his shield like would run out, he would panic and hit the charge button, and he would just charge right into the enemy clutches, and they would just mow him down. So, not everybody who plays Reinhardt should be playing Reinhardt. So, uh, Maybe they can play Orisa. Yeah, maybe. Um, another weekly update, which ah, the the form th- post is actually gone. I checked today, but somebody started a position, a petition. Sorry, to start a diva only forum so that everybody complaining about divas nerf can go someplace else and complain about it. I, I really <laughs> wish it was still up because it was so funny the way was, he put it. It was really good. But, it but, was pretty freaking good. But Blizzard, they, they, they finally took it down because he was so tired of people complaining about D.Va. Those and bastards. Kid. Yeah. Yeah, man, this, in this game, man, it's, it's funny, right? Me being an old school FPS player, right? And being able, to yeah. pick any, being able to pick any character you want and being on equal footing with everybody. You know, not 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 doing this class based shit that we're doing. Well, I don't mean shit like isn't bad, but this class based stuff that we're doing now. 
and you know having that mentality and then people defending overwatch like well you know it's a class-based shooter you got to play the characters a certain way and this that and the other but then when it comes to a character that they like that they want to play a certain way they're completely opposite. It was like, well, I don't want to play Diva as damage mitigation. I want to play Diva as a bully. I want to play her the way she was when she had too much armor, too much health. You know, you want to be able to play your character your way. You know, but that's just not the mm-hmm. way. That's just not the way it is. You mean I, the way that they were intentionally designed for at the beginning, and then they decided to change. Yes, <laughs> we okay. are, we're we're at their mercy. We're at the mercy of the developer on how they change the kits. Mm-hmm. We are. We are at their mercy. Doesn't mean we have to like it. <laughs> Look, man. Now, you- if you're angry about like how the character came out, and that's how you're supposed to play them, and you're not, I'm sorry for you. You have to play. You, you play it that way. Now, if they fucking change your character on the top of your head, <laughs> yeah, that's that's another story. I will give you that. That's a, I, I will, consider. especially if it's decent and it isn't really hurting anything. I'll concede that to Mike. Yeah, you're right. The way Diva was, or playing bully Diva, was not hurting anything. It was not throwing the game off balance. The fact that she had too much armor was a problem. I will that say. you don't have to switch your entire fucking kit for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, huh? Yeah, we're we're getting along great today. We're recording a little earlier than normal. Maybe it's the later we go, the worse it gets. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we both we we both still have maybe like leftover from like the uh being kind to coworkers mentality still going <laughs> or give a fucks aren't out yet <laughs> yeah yeah all right so let's move on to community feedback uh we did not have that much i feel like i'm missing somebody like i was i i can't somebody wrote to me and i cannot remember who it was and i kind of feel bad about that um so sorry if if you sent me something you don't hear it here. Just send me a message and I will make sure I get on to the next show. I am so sorry. This this last week has not been kind to me. So yeah, definitely. Um, I think I, I fumbled something there. But um, for the people that I, that, that, that I know we got something from, I know uh, Edinar. He wrote something regarding Lucio. I, I asked the Discord, and this is at the Discord dot mash for me for dot me. And uh, I asked the Discord how they felt about the Lucio changes, and he replied. He says, "Yeah, I, ho- I hopped on the PCR. My feeling is for Lucio, who know for Lucios, he means the people who play Lucio, who know how to actually play him. I think platinum and above, really, he will be really good, but will need to be with another need uh, to be with another healer like Mercy or Zen. Um, which I can I can agree with that. I always think you need two healers. To be honest with you, I, I kind of always think you need two healers. So." Uh, you can tend to use in lower tiers. He will be used so inefficiently that he will be horrible because people won't be using his new abilities properly and just try to go for the nice boops and attempt at uh, and attempts at wall riding. He will do more harm than good in gold and lower, unless you are pretty stacked together with heals. Uh, to stack together, the heals just aren't there anymore, and that's where I kind of have to disagree. I think because ten meters is pretty big. If you have a Lucio who's not getting involved in a fight at all, maybe. But if your Lucio is any is engaged at all and has the right song on, I don't see why he can't heal. Um, I never thought of Lucio as a solo healer, that's for sure. 
Like he just wasn't, especially before he wasn't outputting he that much heels. He can't save anybody. Like he can top people off. He can help like sustain, but like he can't be a lifesaver unless he's got his ultimate. Well, I don't with the fifty percent and the uh, the amp it up. He deals dishes out a great deal of healing. And, well, now, at now, now, yes. The, at a moment's notice, as long as you're within that ten meters. Yeah. So I do think I, I I think in lower tiers, depending on how the person's playing him, as long as they're not a complete idiot, I think he can still be pretty effective. I think at higher tiers, though, like we said, we're gonna see a lot of Anna Lucio, because that's a shit ton of healing, man. That's gonna be a little scary, to be honest with you. But anywhere there's a choke point now, dude, like I I Lucio, like if you have to defend a, a choke point, having a Lucio there is gonna be a great help, I think. Um. So yeah, I I uh, I, I kind of have to disagree with the fact that he he'll be horrible in lower tiers. I mean, you're talking lower tiers anyway. So whoever's playing Lucio down there is probably not doing the greatest job now with Lucio. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely not going to help him. We'll probably see the same skill level, but I still I I just don't think he's going to be that much more ineffective. But we'll see. Uh, I did want to talk uh for this week's community discussion i want to talk about lower rank i guess player mentality that's what i have down here i guess that's what i'm trying to say um because i i know a few people that are down in bronze or at least started down in bronze and actually a few people who climbed out of bronze and the silver and into gold um i'm pretty sure i am matt af is one of those people. I think he's in gold now from bronze. He had a, a really good night and was able to climb out. So congratulations to I am Matt AF. Uh, Shout but, outs. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there was a forum post and somebody, and it actually got, got a, quite a few thumbs up. So people agree where this guy says, this is by far the most unfun season of comp. And the big problem that I see with this post, and I'll put it in the show notes, is not the fact that he, it's not just the SR issue, right? It's not the fact that he's losing more SR than gaining SR. It's the fact that he can't get good groups. He says, you know, uh, 70% of his losses are against Smurfs, because we do know there is a huge Smurfing problem in Overwatch. I gotta be honest, people. I I understand what smurfing is, and I've seen it for a long time. I've never understood why people do it. Never. I I I don't get it either. Just Unless sh- they lost their account. Maybe. Yeah. If you if you lost your account, or if, if you got ha- or if you well, maybe banned. You banned <laughs> yeah. Like fine. I'm not saying fine, but I understand that. But other than that, just having two accounts for shits and giggles, I I don't get it. Um, some people say, oh, it was because they want to play with their friends. So that's where you have the people who are purposefully SR diving, where they're purposefully losing so they can bring down their SR so they can play with their buddies. I really disagree with that. I'm like, dude, don't play competitive then. Go p- quick, play quick play with those people. You know? Go play quick play with your friends instead of SR diving and ruining the game for everybody else. But he's saying, you know, he's playing against Smurfs. He's uh, playing with people who de-rank. Uh, he's playing with people who, uh, you know, they they tilt super hard or they, uh, they're, they're dealing out threats. They are always angry. And while I, I don't say, I'm not saying that doesn't happen 
you know, at platinum and above because it does, but not nearly that frequently, you know, because if it happened really frequently, I wouldn't play competitive at all. Yeah. I just, I would just wouldn't feel like it. Yeah. I don't see like, well, I don't play that much competitive. I don't, I, I guess I can't really say that. I don't see a lot of it, but then again, I play so minuscule amounts of competitive that I can't have a good judgment call. Even when I, I was playing a lot of competitive, uh, what, once every five, six games, somebody would say something, somebody would be an asshole, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've had weekends where I didn't run into a single asshole the entire weekend. So, you know, it, it definitely depends on on the people that you play with. And that's what I'm thinking, like, maybe in the lower ranks you see more of that. You know, there's more people angry. Possibly they're angry because they're in lower ranks and they think they should be better. You know, so they, maybe that happens. But are there more Smurfs down there? Are people... I would imagine by the time you get to the lower ranks, though, people will have deranked enough to play with their friends, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on it. But I guess, you know, my question to the community is, do, like, when you're in the lower ranks, and this would actually work really, really uh, well for people who were in, like, bronze or silver and have moved up to gold and platinum, do you see a difference in the type of player that you're dealing with? Are people more cooperative in the higher ranks, uh, or are they less toxic? Is is more important? You know, are, are you dealing with a lot of toxic players in in the lower ranks, and maybe that's part part of the reason why they're in the lower ranks themselves? Like, you know, somebody can get on the mic, get toxic, and they tilt their team, and then they lose, and like, oh, you guys suck. It's not me. I had nothing to do with it. It's all you guys. You guys suck dick. Like, you know, it could totally be that. So I'm curious because I think the lowest I've ever ranked was gold. Um, so in, and being in gold and platinum, definitely I've, I've come across some real assholes, but nothing that bad. I don't think I've ever blocked a person for being, uh, an asshole. Like maybe somebody who wasn't working with the team, like I'll block people like that. That's how you, I really love that, you know, preferred player option that they took away from us, got robbed, but I don't know. Let us know. Uh, let me know what you think. We'll bring it up next week uh, on the show. Would love to get some feedback from you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's going to wrap us up. Uh, the show was actually pretty short. It's like an hour and five minutes so far. I think we're on maybe a little less than that. Um, and yep. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am exhausted here. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ready to kill over. Honestly, that might be why I'm not arguing with him is just give him a break. <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully next week I'll uh, I'll definitely feel better. We'll have a, a good 50th episode for you guys. Sorry if I have disappointed anybody on the show um, for not being able to give you 110% Church of Jah <laughs> on this episode. Um, and sorry for being late, really. Like, we try. This is the first time we've had, like, a late show. Like, I mean, like, by a day. So we try not to. We try to get all the shows out on time. Uh, and uh, we're, we're hopefully we won't have to do that again. So we'll see. Um, but in terms of uh, what we're looking for, uh, we are looking for Overwatch stories still. If you have any Overwatch stories to send to us, like, you know, if any funny, surprising, or angry stories to tell, we'd love to hear about it. Um, 50th episode is next Tuesday. We will actually be live streaming it. So if you catch the live stream on Tuesday, um, you know, the... That would be great. <laughs> That's why we're live streaming. We usually start recording. Actually, we usually start recording at 8.30, but 
I think we could try to get on time, Mike. What do you think? Like, start recording at 8 o'clock? Yeah, something like that. You're 8 o'clock Eastern, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm Eastern. Or 8 o'clock Central. I'm Eastern, so it's like 7 o'clock for you. Would that work for you? Yeah, I could do 7. All right, cool. Tuesday. So then we'll do 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central. And, uh, yeah, well, we are taking suggestions. If you have any other suggestions for the 50th episode, we'll definitely take into consideration this last week. We do have Xbox and PS4 communities. We have Xbox Club. Uh, both the Xbox Club and the PS4 community are called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And uh, we also have a Discord. And the Discord address is just, uh, it's discord.mash4.me. So Discord. Uh, dot mash the number four dot me, and uh, yeah, you can check us out there. Oh, there's been way um, um, more activity on the Discord recently for sure. Actually, there's more of you guys on the Discord than I thought there was. Um, see, I idle on Discord on both of my on my laptop, on my home desktop, and I have it on my phone. So you know, when I was asking, you know, if anybody's on, uh, so I could put you in the right groups, like people started popping up. I'm like, I didn't even know that you were in this Discord. And I guess if you if you just use the phone, it takes you offline every time you close the app. Mm-hmm. So that's it why. does. So, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. So I didn't even. Yeah, I, I really, really didn't even notice. So um, I will try to make sure I pop in there. Well, actually, I've been I've been in there pretty frequently. But thank you to everybody who's in the Discord. Um, If you're on PS4 and Xbox, I definitely recommend joining those communities we have there, but also check out the Discord, because there's been some chatter in there. And I think for the last few weeks, we've been pulling out community feedback, mostly from the Discord server, so it's cool. Mike's in there sometimes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) People, you know... Not these past couple... Not this past month so much, because of just, you know, single-player, open-world, JRPG hell. Or not JRPG, just RPG hell. Don't you just want to ask him what's that got to do with idling in Discord? <laughs> what's the point of idling if my computer's not even on? Oh, you turn your computer off? Travel ski? Yeah. <laughs> like, I never turn my computer off. Oh, man. Boy, I gotta say power. <laughs> that electric bill ain't cheap. Oh, who are you telling? I know. Because <laughs> you keep that computer on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I pay the price to keep the PC on. You know? What if somebody wants to play Overwatch at 2.30 in the morning? On a Saturday, I gotta oblige. <laughs> what it's called? You press the power button, no. and then you're just you, like, you know, on. you know why I leave my computer on? Honestly, I have way too much stuff up that I would have to actually shut it down and then bring it back up. Right now, what do I have? I have Audition open and record this. I got Photoshop open because I'm working on some designs. I have Dreamweaver open because I'm working on some code. You know, I have three Excel spreadsheets open. <laughs> like I have a lot of shit open right now. I have. 97 tabs open in Firefox right now. So, it's just too much. How do you think get I get your life together? How do you think I get, get all this shit done? Get your life together. How do you think I get all this shit done? <laughs> the computer get stays Get your on. life together. <laughs> oh, as always, I also want to uh, promote Heroes of Overwatch. That's our, uh, not our Facebook group, sorry. Uh, but it's the Facebook group that um, me and Mike, are, we're in. It's a great community of people who play Overwatch. 
Post a lot of funny shit. Yeah, post a lot of funny <laughs> shit. Uh, lots of great memes, but they play Overwatch on all different platforms. So whatever platform you're playing on, you should be able to find somebody to play with there. I highly recommend checking out Heroes of Overwatch. Uh, but yeah, that is going to bring us to the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening. We are available on the following platforms. iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we have RSS feeds for those who have a different podcatcher from the ones I just mentioned. Uh, we are on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash match those buttons, youtube.com slash match those buttons. The direct WPR Twitter is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And thanks for those who have been following that already. That is pretty much directly um, some stuff that we talk about on the show, maybe some follow up stuff, and also just directly Overwatch stuff versus the MTB Twitter, which is can kind of be anything. Um, Mike, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at K-E-Y underscore L-O-C-K-E. So key underscore lock with an E at the end underscore. Yeah, and I am underscore jaw underscore. So underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh, it, we love hearing from you guys. So, you know, we really encourage you to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments if you on anything that we talked about. It doesn't just have to be the community discussion. Uh, you can reach out to us uh, on the Discord server like I was talking about. You can reach out to us uh, for email at WPR at MashLessButtons.com, but you can also reach out on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can comment on the website, on SoundCloud, wherever. I'll try, I try to catch all the comments, which apparently I didn't do well this week. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Once again. Um, if you do enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to help us out would be to share the podcast with others and also to rate and review the show on your favorite podcasting platform. And we thank everybody who has done that for us so far, like the reviews on iTunes and on Google play music, stuff like that. Thank you very, very much. We really appreciate that. It's a big help. I encourage you to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on mash those buttons. And you can go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. And with that, that's going to bring us to an end. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next week on the 50th episode. See you next time. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, March 20th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week with special guest Contrabang. Discussing Destiny's patch 2.6.0, more Age of Triumph changes, and how Nightfalls will be changing. On Tuesday, March 24th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in World of Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking Ungoro Madness and Patch 7.2. On Wednesday, March 22nd, Jared and Mikey bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking the latest Lucio changes, tie-breaking changes coming to Control Point maps, and Orissa going live. On Friday, March 24th, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you Sitrep Radio. 
bringing you the latest in the division, and this week a roundtable discussion with several ETF members. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.